I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. Did I, and you that dropping could, your voice? That could be, that could be our <laughs> first so intro. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. <laughs> Because time is this really tricky wicket that just like, oh, my God, you know, five minutes. And then someone goes, no, you have 299 seconds. And I'm like, oh, that's very different. <laughs> that but is it's not really. It's like oh, the same amount of time. That is the same amount of time. Oh, my gosh. So, David, like I, I, my heart goes out to you and honestly to everyone listening and also to me, past, present and future me, because I can't tell you, like, I think I've had more moments of late partly because we do like this podcast right and this is like part of how i think and work all the or try to a lot of my day mm -hmm. i think the level of frustration i have when i come up against the you know that like the thing that i think hits me harder than anything is the way that my brain like doesn't quickly acknowledge my memory isn't great like the the ways like for example I still, even though I know, like, I think we talked about this in a past episode where um, when I can't find a thing, nobody moved it. Nobody else mm -hmm. moved it. I past me, put it down somewhere and didn't store and consolidate where I put it, you know, in my brain. And so it feels as if somebody else moved it and they did, but it's me. Mm -hmm. I still like I still will. It will take it just feels like it takes me so long to remember that I don't remember <laughs> it, it's so, and that I didn't learn yes. from that past mistake. And I get so, I, I don't know how to explain it. I get, I think I get angrier at myself now that I know more about ADHD and attentional variability and stuff, neurodivergence. But I also get like, I, I, I'm kinder to myself faster, yeah. but I also get angrier. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's like, I'm like, how? How did I? Like, come it's, on. <laughs> I think as we get into into the anger, it's like, it's a path towards the adaptive humor, as long as you can keep working that way. Right? Like, because mm. anger is like, are you kidding me? And then like, that can turn into a laugh moment, or it can turn uh... into abrading yourself harder. So I think it's like where the skill works. But oh my God, it makes so much sense. I had a, oh my God. So... <laughs> So I had a, I had a moment, I had a moment that it's totally like a beautiful ADHD moment. Bring it. We are here yeah, for it. Yeah. I love it. So I'm, I like, I love where I work and where I work is super great. And like, we get bonuses and it's like, bonus comes in. It's like, what are we going to do with this bonus? And like, there's so many things I could do with a bonus. It's like, what do I do with a bonus? Ugh. And I can't even like think, right? Like, is it a vacation? Is it, is it like a box of chocolates? Do I go to dinner? Is this going to be like a piece of furniture? Am I going to play like a video? Like I can't like decide what I want it to be. And like the rule that we have is like anything that comes in the house that's like labeled like this, it's like get a treat with it. Like this is not part of like, mm -hmm. like building our future. Like this, 
this is literally bonus yourself, treat yourself, right? Yes, and so yes, yes, yes. I love that show. So like, so, so I was racking my brain. I'm like, what am I going to do? And like, hmm, and like, what am I going to get? And uh, and then I decided I'm going to get the best damn fruit leather that exists. And I'm just not even going to think about it. And I'm going to buy myself whatever I want. And so like, lo and behold, I have an inappropriate amount of like, like those fancy fruit roll-ups come into my house and I'm like ridiculously excited and I order it. Right. I'm like, whatever. I got a bonus. I could do this. Boop. First thought is like, this is excellent. This is kind of funny. I'm really excited. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next thought is, this is so awesome. I can't wait to tell everyone about this. This is so, this is so cool. Yes. Next correct. thought. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Where, how much physical space is this going to take up? <laughs> and then my next thought is, does it go bad? And then my next thought is, does this need to be refrigerated? Doesn't need to be refrigerated. What? And then my next thought is like, my cats won't get into it. And then my next thought is, what did I just do to myself? <laughs> and so like, there's this like, <laughs> I'm, I'm both excited and terrified of like the amount of like fruit leather that's coming to my house. Also, I never order things online because, you know, I have to minimize my level of impulsive like things. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not very practiced at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I ordered this thing on, online. Isabel, ask me when it's going to get here. Oh, when is it going to get here? I have no idea. <laughs> what what pick, what what shipping option did I pick? No idea. How long? Like, is it ground or air? No idea. But wait, you you've got like an order confirmation you could turn to, right? Like you could yeah. you could look up. It just says order, and then how much I pay for shipping. It doesn't say like what kind of shipping. Like this could be like this could be in June. I mean, I just didn't look at any of the details. Oh my gosh, David! First off, what a delightful and real that that might be the best way to spend that bonus is so great on uh, like because side note, my brain when you described using like you know a holiday bonus or whatever under your bonus to purchase root leather, I immediately went to that like back in like the day when it would be like win a lifetime supply of. And I, as a kid, and it still fascinates me. I'm like, how much is a lifetime supply? How do they figure that out? Right. Do they send a box a month? Or is it like you just get 800 boxes of tissue paper and that's your life, you know? Like, like, and then do they tell you your life? Like, it's like, it's just so fascinating. So in my head, I'm also thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. The part of the story I'm missing, David, is how much of this fruit leather did you buy? Did you like... Does, and if you feel comfortable sharing, like, See, no, 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 I'm gonna do it. Loads? This is courage. Are we talking pounds? Are we talking like? So what I, I'll say, I'll say like this. So mm-hmm. what I learned is, if you get them by the case, mm-hmm. you can pick the flavors. So, 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 I got four cases: <laughs> <laughs> grape, fruit punch, strawberry, and green apple. I mean, those are great flavors. Those are great flavors. Ooh. Here's I don't know how much this here's, is going to be. Here's, like. the here's the thing. And of course, my brain immediately goes to, you know what? That's probably like the amount that like an elementary school purchases for a summer camp. You know what I mean? Like that's like, you're actually probably within a Costco ballpark. Like I literally, David, this is what I thought. I thought my kids probably eat more fruit leathers than even... Like, even as a fruit leather lover, they will out fruit leather you, you know, like that's how much they love fruit leather. So I was like, I just did the math and I was like, well, if they will go through that many boxes in a week, 
Yeah. I think you're on, I think you could solidly polish that off within like six months. If it can I just say something? Yeah. We're talking about like 200 (laughs) fruit leathers. But here's the question. Because this is where I go. Do you you think you're going to keep enjoying fruit leather 100 fruit leathers in? You know what I'm saying? So this is, this is, that's such a good point. And what we do know scientifically actually is like the first bite is always like a thousand times more reinforcing than the last bite. Like, so like, uh, so like empirically, I won't enjoy my like 199th fruit leather, like, uh, like as much as I did the first, but like my brain isn't like when I, when I do these things, I don't, I'm not like, like a golem, like hoarding it, like I'm mine, mine. I'm gonna eat all these. Like, it's so like you're gonna like drive so, down the street, see one who needs someone some food, toss him some fruit leather. So, so okay. So the last time I had this like ADHD, like holy crap, I have to get a weird food item. It happened with Jordan almonds. I like, I got some while I was on vacation, and I'm like, these are so crunchy, and they taste like the the, the flavor of a marshmallow, but like and vanilla, but like there's a crunchy nut inside, and like these are amazing. And so then like. I bought like a giant bag of these like really pastel flavored like mm-hmm. like Jordan almonds, and then I've been like giving them away and giving them to people, and then I've been learning that they, they break people's teeth, and that not everyone likes them like I do. <laughs> That's literally what I was just gonna say. I was like, those are kind of dangerous. That's well, well, no, you know what my association with that is? It delighted me that you enjoyed the Jordan almond because I'm like, oh, every Polish baby shower and wedding. <laughs> was just little baggies of them. I could just like ship them to you if I ever go to any more. And they don't go bad because they're like, they're they're like medically sealed with candy. Exactly. Which side note. Okay. Can I say, I feel like I said this on a previous podcast, but here's like three fun food facts that I think people don't recognize. One, frying food originally is to preserve the food and keep the food without refrigeration. So mm-hmm. fried chicken originally was fried and then put into like lunch pails and then eaten cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you fry a thing, it keeps longer, right? When you coat something in sugar, it keeps longer. When you coat something mm-hmm. in a vinegar or in a salt briny solution, it keeps longer, right? Like it, the oxygen doesn't get to it. Da, da, da. Also side note. Okay. Final tangent. Well, not final tangent. I should never say There's that. There's no final. There tangent. is no, there is no final tangent. Here's a fun thing. So as part of this injury, I learned, right? What what do you think is the first thing you should do with a cut or like a laceration, right? Or something that needs potential. Clean it out. Clean it out, right? What do you clean it out with? Oh, golly. It's not hydrogen peroxide because it's not good for your skin. It's not alcohol because it's not good for your skin or the cut. And it... Just, uh, man, now I don't know what I clean it with. Soap and water? Yeah, but here's the here's the rub. Okay, so that, that side note, that is news to me. My whole life, it's been, oh, just put alcohol on it or just, you know, like what whatever we'll do in a pinch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right because that messes with the skin barrier and the, like, bact- the good bacterial load in your skin and such that is like working for you, right? So mm-hmm. it gets... It's like more likely to get infected or something if you co- if you literally like scrub it away and cover it in alcohol and like you've just taken away all the good stuff, right? So what they use like in a hospital, like the doctor when they were stitching up my kid was like, oh, I just put a bunch of surgical soap on. And then I was looking up like what surgical soap is and it's like a way milder 
form of soap than like the antibacterial stuff you buy, which is so fascinating, right? That we think like more is better, but it's actually all about like the right balance because you have to like work with your body. Anyway, that's what that made me think. The thing that blows my mind. I put it in the show notes. Wait, no, but the thing that blows my mind about soap is like the thing that makes soap so fancy is the bubbles are the thing that pull dirt off of you. And the friction. It's yeah. the amount of bubbles that form and the friction. So the actual rubbing is the necessary piece. If you just because trust me, the, the amount of coaching I've had to do about hand washing. But it's not the Ooh. magical other stuff. It's literally the bubbles. It's just the freaking bubbles. That's, That's so incredible. cool to me. It's that like, is oh. super, super cool. Well, that also makes me think, like, again, it's that idea of, like, overkill, right? Like, if you think you need way more, like, more of something is better, you know? Like, Oh, my like, God. Wait. Yes. Can we – this is where I'm going to jerk this into ADHD stuff so bad, yeah, so hard. let's do okay, it. Because I'm this it. is something I see all the time, and I want to jump on it. When people are thinking about putting interventions in their life or changing their life, they don't do one thing. <laughs> They do a million things and too many things, and then the complicated the system's too complicated to do, right? And it's like less is more. Less like, is more. Let's let's just do the mild soap. Like let's just do one change. Like where are you going to put your phone at night? That's the one thing you're going to focus on right now. Exactly, and it's it's actually like less is more. You got to work with the system. It it has to feel. So simple and gentle, actually. Okay, can I tell you the metaphor I've been using with clients yeah. lately? That like you, I love that you said this because I swear this is in the air, and I've said this like ten times, and I wanted to tell you, like, oh, David, listen, does this make sense? So I was talking about exactly that, where someone, it's like all or nothing. It's like kind of like I, and I explained it. It's like it's kind of like we're getting you're getting bored with playing the video game at like easy, you know, and instead of upping it the difficulty to medium you think to make the game fun again you have to up it to like extremely hard and then what happens is you die in the game right away and then you get more frustrated and then you quit the game the end and for some reason this clicks and this clicked in my brain where i was like that's i do that all the time like i have a really boring task here's my boring task i have to go through the kids clothes and filter out what doesn't fit them anymore or what is become too damaged or we want to hand me down to others, right? And donate. Like, I got to do that. What do I then do? I raise the difficulty to, oh, I'm going to sign up for not one, not two, but three consignment sales. And I'm going to now print out labels for these clothes. But then I have to assess which place takes what and figure out the delivery date. Like, that's what I then do because it's more challenging. It raises the ante. It makes me feel like I'm doing yeah. something, whereas the basic feeling of, oh, I just sorted through the kids' clothes feels like not enough. But then I immediately overwhelm my my stimulus load. I pass my sweet spot so fast. Um, anyway, that's just No, that's it. That's it. It's like it's like there's several ways we can look at this game, right? Let's talk about the difficulty in the game. I love the I love the metaphor, right? So Easy level on this game is just collecting all the clothes and putting them in one spot. Mm-hmm. Medium is once they're in one spot, like figuring out which ones of them goes to which places and how do you take them there, right? And the super hard level of difficulty is taking them there and not having them in your house. Mm-hmm. What what I notice people do is they don't see that there's an easy option. 
That's so true. And actually, my my little story, what I did is I opened three other games at the same time. Yeah. I actually exactly. also raised it to difficult. And then I skipped. I skipped. You're right. I blew way past TC. I assumed it was difficult. And then I opened three other simultaneous games. Ah. Oh. That's it. And then, like, the more games we're playing, the harder it is to get into a rhythm. And all the interventions that I know are about habits mm-hmm. and rhythms. And rhythms, yeah. So, like, I was experimenting with this uh, the other day. Oh, my God. So, we we have these awesome work parties. I love our work parties. And um, I was getting very excited for ours. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's very hard for me to distinguish the difference between anxiety and excitement. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, in a way that, like, I don't – when I'm really excited, I'm not upset. But I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, buzzing and, like, floating around. Um, and so this year, as I'm like, this this is like a day before like this party and I'm like floating around and I don't know what to do. And it was this moment where the settings all got to difficult. There was nothing I did mm-hmm. that could have picked an easy option. Life started on difficult. I woke oh. up excited for like, the, the only parallel would be like, if we were going to Disney World or something, you know, like, yeah. like, like where I'm excited to go the next day, I can't sleep, like that kind of thing. So the whole day, the day before I'm I'm gonna go and like you know I'm really excited. I just started doing very easy wins. I normally don't do this. Normally I'm like, let me go run with my friends. We'll run like a pack of dogs out in the woods and we'll come back at night and it'll be fun. I'll be tired. I'll go to bed. But you know, on this day I didn't really have that option, and so I found myself doing like lots of weird little things. Like, um, I'm listening to a book right now. I'm doing a lot of like listening to books just because it allows me to do chores like while I'm listening to a book. So like. I listened to a book and did dishes. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest thing to say. Like most of my life, I'm not thinking about doing dishes. I'm not running towards the dishes. Please don't think of me as like Mr. Clean Dish. That's not an accurate fantasy. right? <laughs> but, but on this day, it was so simple to be like, oh my God, I need to do this. Doing this will be kind of fun. You know, like I can, I can listen to my book. Like people aren't going to try to talk to me. Mm. I can just have all this stuff get done. The warm water actually feels kind of good, like to the point where like partner comes in and I'm like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. Let me finish. Oh. But I feel like there's just this part of me surrendering into an easy mode. I didn't think of all the things I wanted to accomplish that day. Yeah. I was just like, what am I going to do with this energy so that like future Dave will not be mad at me? Oh, that is a really, okay. I just, who hold on. My brain is like very slowly, slowly processing what you're saying. Because I'm, I'll own, I'm hung up on you being named Mr. Clean Dish. I kind of love the idea. Uh, this is David, uh, Mr. Clean Dish. Uh, yes. Nice to meet you. Like I, I, it's like one of those names where it's like, that could be the name, you know, that's not spelled that way, but sounds that way. Anyway, this is stop, stop praying. Come back, come back. So if I'm hearing you right, there's a different. Well, what I'm hearing there, if I'm hearing right, is that there's a different like win when you have, let's say, this big to-do list staring at you. And it's like you set yourself up to win. Well, it's a couple wins, really. The first win is to remember you have a list and to remember to add to the list. And then it's another win when you're like, I've checked the list. And then a third win when you're like, I got through a chunk of the list. But actually, all those things are like difficulty. Those are very difficult things. 
like all those things actually now come to think of it require quite a lot of executive functioning and at all like very little motor movement like all the things that help are not in that Mm -hmm. those steps however the awareness of i have a ton of energy like the practice of just getting aware of like where your personal thermostat is living right like i have all this energy that feels like something that's like medium to difficult but like way more um neurodivergent friendly (laughs) and then the step of where can i put this so future me isn't mad at me is like you've literally body doubled yourself like you've put future you in the room with you going now david like come on i'll hang out with you while you do so it's almost you're, yeah oh my god i didn't think about it like that but yeah um <laughs> does that the, make sense yes but the idea for this came from i was listening to this other podcast like the huberman lab yes oh huberman mail yeah. little link in there i know i know i know like like uh, someone i would really like to go hang out with for like an afternoon right oh, like, oh my gosh can i just tell you i feel like anytime he gets on a topic that i didn't know i wanted to learn about like he was doing one an episode on stretching i heard recently and i literally am like what I wouldn't give to just bump into you in a coffee shop and just have you talk at me about whatever new thing is. I'm sure you will yeah. change my life. Thank you very much, sir. I, you know, for me, for me, like, like who knows? Because maybe he's really mean in real life or what. I would love an encapsulated experience where, like, I'm on a plane with him going somewhere and we get like a couple hours together. But regardless, right? So, side note, um, you guys, you would be friends, okay? We That's would be friends, how I'm going to be friends with with the, with him is because you're going to befriend him. I've we, we have this. way more in common than I would have. Like as he's talking, he's like, yeah, I used to do mixed martial arts. I'm like, who? You? What? So anyway, okay, wait, wait, let me I'm get back saying, to this. I'm just saying, David, he's your best friend or one of your best friends waiting to happen. So, it, it, no no yeah. doubt. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things that he was talking about, which makes so much sense, is how important it is for our brains to experience little yucks. Not big yucks, mm-hmm. but little yucks. Doing little sucky things throughout the day and how important those things are at creating more good things in a day. That it's actually the variation of experiences that help you feel good, like the peaks of goodness. So like another way we could think about this is something that makes most people feel good is like being on a cell phone, right? Okay. So if you're on your cell phone doing exactly what you want to do, unadulterated for 10 hours, how do you feel at the end? Like a piece of poop. Right. But, (laughs) But let's think about this scientifically. You were getting nothing but what you wanted the whole time. That shouldn't be the outcome. Now, if you were to. mm -hmm. Sorry. And then instead, there's that that sneaking suspicion at the end because that was almost too good of like impending guilt of like, I must have forgotten or didn't do the thing I needed because this isn't how it goes. This is easy. And that's not a personal defect that you feel that way. That's literally how anyone would feel after consuming all day a phone. Because there were no little yucks in her suite. So, like, let's just say, like, this day you wanted to. Now, this can't be big yucks. This isn't, like, clean your entire house or, like, solve the world's problems, right? This is, like, mowing the lawn, taking in, like, doing laundry. Like, do the little things that you don't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to take breaks while you're on your phone and do those things or have a time to do all those things and return to your phone, you would feel better at the end of the day because of doing those things. So when I'm anxious now, and I'm thinking about this, when I have this anxious or excited energy, Mm -hmm. I think about 
what are the little yuck things that I'm medicated to do right now? Because <gasps> I'm stimulated. Oh. I can't get rid of this energy. I'm excited about something that's going to happen in 30 hours. Like, what? I can't. Like, I can't. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh my gosh. Side note, David, there's a term I'll put it in the show notes, but there's actually a German term, like a German word called riser fever, riser fever. It's, it's okay. And it has to do with the very, it's like the name for a very specific feeling when you're about to take a trip and you have to wake up early and you're like, I am too excited and equal parts anxious and excited to allow myself to at all rest. And it's like that term for like that window of time. Okay. Does this, where my brain went, this is blowing my mind. The little yuck thing is freaking blowing my mind because I cannot tell you just how deeply I think I live by that. Not because I want, but because of necessity. And I think the big shift for me was honestly having kids, you know, and not to say it's true for everyone, but in my case, like, what I experience, I call it the nap time effect. And I know people have like talked about this. It's the fact that I only had one hour of time. Interestingly enough, I think before I thought of it as like, well, because I only have an hour of time when the kid is napping to maybe get done the things that back in the day I could get done across a whole day. Mm-hmm. Why is it that I get all that and sometimes even more done? And the whole idea was like, well, it's kind of the thrill of it is that the kid could wake up at any moment. I want to sneak in another thing. But actually, I'm just going to name taking care of your kids is a lot of little yuck as well as love and joy. But it's honestly steady, steady little yucks. It like is like a little bit like a boot camp of little yucks. My ability to tolerate little yucks then gets like, I got a name. Like, I think my frustration tolerance. This is equal parts worse and better. Um, but it's interesting just to think of it that way because you're right. Okay, can I give a random example and tell me yeah. the facts? So what I'm thinking about is like literally this last week we had six snow days. And for those of you who don't know what a snow day is, one is fun, two is plenty, six is too many. Six is too many. <laughs> six is a sign something infrastructurally has gone awry. And people are having to scramble, you know, like think like just I mean, just goodness, because we don't have enough of you know, there's just not enough supports for kids, for working people, for everybody. Right. It's like, you know, things are getting worse when it's six days. So six days, you know, and side note, I actually think it also triggers sh- like pandemic shutdown memories. Like uh, it didn't feel like six days. It felt like day 892, you know, mm-hmm. very quickly, which. I'm just going to point out in case anyone else's experiences lately, I feel like it is, I don't know. I feel like I finally hit that zone where if I get really sick or if we're missing a lot of our rhythms as a family, I remember now how rough that was, but yeah. like, I don't know that I would call it rough until I have that contrast. So that's what I'm trying to say is snow days happen and I drop my kids off at school today. Like if you would have asked me, Three weeks ago, how that is. I would complain about it. I'd tell you how hard it is. Today, the kids could have, the kids were crying, screaming, everything was hard. And I enjoyed it because it was finally a little, does that make sense? It was like, I I had just reset my, uh, like getting the kids, the, the privilege of having kids go to school and having quiet 
had been taken from me again. Your whole routine. But do you see what I'm saying? It's like yeah. the yuck can live in like that routine change, right? Like it's like, so I, I'd really come well, to take for granted that I had that time. So when it was taken from me, the second I got it back, I was like, oh, this is like a spa day again. It it's also like infuriating in my quiet. It was. Well, Isabel, I want to, I want to honor, like it might not have been little yucks too. Like having like snow days are big yucks and it changes your <laughs> frequency of like how much of the yuck you can actually get. So like your oh. whole quotient of yuck is now disrupted. That's and, true. Like, yeah. Like I would, I want to say like, this is, it's not like, let's really think about little yucks being little. Like it's not like he, when he was talking about little yucks, he actually made a big distinction. This is not about doing the big things. Mm. This is about doing the little yuck things for you. Like, is okay. So, is a little yuck like you're walking past a pot, like like the mail, and you know you got to shred the mail, and the little yuck is like shredding that, shredding the mail, instead yes. of letting that mail pile up and not shredding it, because then it would turn into a big yuck. Is that kind of it? So it's let's think about it not as like the future, like what we're it's it's the moment in this present you have energy you are in between a transition what do you want to do i can do a little yuck i got 10 minutes i got five minutes what's a little yuck task oh i'll shred this mail right and maybe that takes you three minutes huh you're not thinking about future mail that's not piling up you're just thinking what can i do right now in this time yeah yeah then the mail's shredded easy difficulty we're not going higher we're not trying to connect it to the future Mm mm-hmm and you move on. Go to the thing you want. But you did the mail. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I'm nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny. That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks.